Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pastor. Hello. Hello, how are you? It's Cole Pastor. Hello. Hello, Cole Pastor. How are you? I'm good in yourself. I'm doing well, thank you. I think Pastor is logging in. 
Okay. Oh, for a minute there, I thought I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hasn't started yet. Okay. Whew. All right. And so it's the new number now. I sent it to Cherie, so I'm praying that she get on the Bible study with us. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put you on mute, okay? Okay. Okay. I just wanted you to know I was here. All right. Thank you, Co-Pastor. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, I'm on a learning curve, and the pen that I use to be the host is not working. So I'm trying to, and it should start recording. Oh, boy. And then that. Recording six minutes and 22. Okay, so maybe it's all, no, it shouldn't have started recording already. Well, did it? Oh, 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 these are the people down here. See, this is all new. They've they, they developed a new... Oh. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't just delete somebody. Well, I don't call three times, okay. so I must be on the list. Ah, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hello, overseer. Hey. Hold on, Anne is coming out my speakers on the computer, and I don't need that. Wow. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. Stop recording. Okay. What is this? Start video. I don't need that. Share screen. I don't need that. End or exit conference. I don't need that. Okay, what is this? Open participants list. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Oh, look at all these people. All right, sorry, folks, uh, for this this learning curve today. Um, And in actuality, it looks like I'm functioning. What is this? Okay, and maybe, okay, let's do this. Okay, okay, hold on. I'm getting ready to try. I apologize for doing this, but they started a, as we got a new number, they have a whole new setup. And what I'm about to do is to try to mute everyone as the host, but I've never logged in. They did not let, they did not accept my pin as the host. And that's why you guys log in as one pound and I log in the pin as the host. However, I was able to bring up the software on the computer. So now what I'm about to do is to click on mute all and
and to see if everybody <laughs> and people are leaving the call. <laughs> Some folks left the call. <laughs> I can see it. They left the call. I can't deal with this. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me make sure the water is not coming in, too. So I also have another issue. Water started seeping into the basement. So um, it, it, thank God it, it stopped raining. But okay, let's let's try this uh mute the call and and find out what happens. Okay, mute the call. All current and new participants will be muted. Allow participants to unmute themselves. Unmute. Okay, can everybody hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes, I, I can okay. hear you. Oh, okay. Hold on now. Some... Hello, Reverend Warren. Hey, Cynthia, you're there. It's your voice. Very good. With this software, I can now see phone number, well, partial phone number. And and when you talk, it highlights that block. That's pretty cool. Now let me shut up. <laughs> okay, now let me see if I can mute. All right, microphone not found. Uh, muting participants. You are sure you want to mute? Mute. Oh, okay, so I can mute you one by one. All right, let's do that. Mute. And hopefully, okay, uh, I don't know where mine is. Okay, so I can still hear me in the background in Co-Pastor's phone. All right, and let's try this one. No, that's me. Cancel. All right, and mute. Co-pastor just went out. No? Okay. Hello? Okay, you still can hear me. I believe this is mine. And I have muted... Okay. Okay. Two four oh. Okay, so I'm not sure how this is gonna work. And please don't unmute after I mute you. Please don't unmute 
because it's going to have background noise. Conference. Okay, so it's going to have background noise. Can ah, and I don't know how everybody can tell me. Copasa, you're going to have to be the go-between uh, to let me know. Oh my goodness! Unmute. Okay. Hopefully, um, again, everybody can hear me. Um, and I'm I'm not even sure. Microphone not found. Okay, we can get rid of that. <clears throat> and I'm going to try to um, um, go right ahead with with the program. And and this is in spite of again the threat of the basement being flooded. Um, right before the Bible study call, water started coming in just a little. I was able to vacuum that up before. Um, and it's less than a half a gallon. Thank you, Jesus. It was only in one little area, and the good Lord allowed the the rain to stop. Um, um, so that that was a, a powerful thing. And and right before we got on the call, I had another conversation, good friend of mine, and we were talking about the will of God. We have got to get in deeper into that. And at the appointed time, because I believe that the Lord is um, allowing this to sink into individuals without me doing the teaching, um, I'm starting to hear the testimonies of, of folks getting to the point where they are understanding um, the perfect will of God. The, the, when, you, when you get into it and you start to, to study it, God gives you revelation, and you get more and more comfortable. I even believe the study tonight, uh, right at the appointed time, God will allow you to go over scriptures for the revelation to be deepened, for it to be um, um, embedded more into your spirit. So let's not go too far before we pray. If I abruptly stopped, it's because it started raining and I had to start shop vacuuming this water up. And, and, and at that time, um, God's going to speak to individuals for them to do what they need to do when it comes to your understanding where God has you and digging into his word. It is so very important that you have your own quest for knowledge. And there's a lot of believers that really, listen, the Bible talks about hungering and thirsting, a hunger and a thirst for God, for knowledge, a hunger and thirst after righteousness. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hold on a second. A hunger and a thirst for righteousness. Okay, amen, amen. Now, now watch this. Amen. Now watch this. So we're going to get into this word. We're going to get back into prayer. We're going to talk a little bit. I, I did a little superficial study on the end of our Sunday school, and I and I'm um, it's um misconceptions about heaven and and folks really need to understand they really want to have a relationship with god father let's pray father right now in the name of jesus we just thank you and praise you we bless your name we honor you for being such an awesome god moved by your spirit cause us oh god to move according to your will Teach, O oh God, by the power of your Holy Spirit, embed your word into our hearts that we, again, might be your servants and that we might resemble 
Jesus here in the 21st century. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. So, again, I did a little study. Um, I took it from our Sunday school lesson on last week, and it was uh, some misconceptions on heaven. And what they laid out, what they pointed out first was that God would do his utmost. This is what's supposed to be happening in heaven in some people's mindset, that God will do his utmost to make people happy. That that would be one of the first misconceptions. That's that's what God is doing, is trying to make folks happy. Second misconception is that God will never turn away nice people from heaven. It's a misconception. It is something that is very powerfully moving in our earth right now, and if you are a good person, you can go to heaven. Number one, that God would move, uh, do his utmost to just make people happy. Number two, that nice people, God will never turn away nice people. Number three is that God's kingdom is the character and behavior. Hold on, let's read the whole thing. It says that that what qualifies people, qualify people's entry into God's kingdom is the character and behavior of a person. It's the character and behavior of a person. And the central, watch this, the central purpose of the kingdom is the adoration of God and his son, Jesus. We are to have eternal communion with with Christ by praising him and humbly following and fellowshipping with one another. We are not there to sit around on clouds and play harps. Of course, eternal joy will fill our hearts. You've got to, listen, and folks don't understand, you've got to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And that at your core, let me tell you something, that at your core, when you become fishers of men, at your core, you're trying to introduce people at all points of your life. I am filled with, Lord, use me to your glory that I might exemplify the character of a person that attracts them to Christ. The character and the personality and the, and the, the, the deeds See, some folks want to do good deeds. They want to do good deeds, but they, but their good deeds really are are connected. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Are connected to folks being attached to them, for them to get the accolades of their good deeds. And that's not it. Listen, what happens is you've got to be a person that again is so connected to what God says you're supposed to do, and all you got to do is look at the life of Jesus. That's why, folks, it's nothing wrong with knowing the Old Testament. You can know the Old Testament backwards and forwards, but you've got to know that the Old Testament represents the law, the New Testament represents grace, and under grace you are looking at the example of Jesus Christ, and his example is what you want to exemplify here on earth. Your sole purpose for living, breathing, and having your being is that somebody might know Christ. Christ through you.
If that's not it, your goal, your your ultimate goal ought to change. Watch this. I'm going to read this last portion. It says, people's assumptions are the problem. We are biased in our own favor. That's why Jesus often warned his listeners not to be overly proud. He who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself, God will exalt. Matthew chapter 23, verse number 12. When you humble yourself, and this is, again, uh, this exemplifying of this humble, it's not being humble to be known as being humble. When I die, I know several people are going to come to the platform and say he was a very humble man or she was a very humble woman. It's not about the accolades. It's about you carrying out the, the, the characteristic which is attractive. When you say you're a fisher of men, which is attractive to those who are out of the ark of safety. That was Matthew chapter 23, verse number 12. And those, watch this, and those who are now first will likely be last, Luke 13 and 30. The counterpoint to this misconception is Christ Jesus. For it is only through him that we can enter God's heavenly kingdom. So you've got those misconceptions, but with, with that, you've got to understand, and again, I bring that point out. Thank God for him just showing it to me in, in our commentary of the, of the Sunday school commentary. The, the, the point is that there is a push right now that everybody's going to heaven. And you've got to know God to understand he's not allowing everyone to come into heaven. Now, I'm not going to say that God made a mistake when he made Lucifer, when he made uh, the archangel, um, um, Lucifer, uh, the bright and morning star. He was uh, the, chief, uh, the, the chief cherub. I'm not saying he made a mistake and and that he will not make a second mistake. No, 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 I will not. Because why? God knows why he allowed to set this thing up the way he did. And, and, and our confidence has to be, because if not, you begin to debate God. And you've got folks on earth that think that they're so intelligent that they can literally point their finger in the face of God and start to ask questions. Job, Job, uh, I don't know what chapter 38, uh, it could be Job 38, but, but that's what happens w w when you see God come back at you and start to say, if you're so smart, then, then, then you answer me this. As I'm flipping through my Bible, uh, uh, and I believe it was around the 30, but no, it could have been before then. Um, where, where again, then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. Thank you, Holy Ghost. It was Job 38. When we begin to debate God, when you begin to ask God questions, or, watch this, God has a plan, and when you start to go outside of his plan, thinking that you know what tomorrow brings, thinking you know the, oh, my God, that you know the ramifications, thank you, Holy Ghost, 
that you know the ramifications of the decisions you make, thinking that you are smart enough to orchestrate or to design your life. Or, watch this, not only your little life in the the major scope of things, but the life of many other believers based on you. That's why as, as believers, we testify just as Christ. I don't want to do anything. God, I love you. God, I trust you outside of what you want me to do. I don't want to experience anything. Yes, thank God. And co-pastor, matter of fact, she brought it to my attention again today when God gives us the desires of our heart. And thank God for that. God allows us to request, which is a blessing. And as believers, when you reach that level of understanding, we say, do, are you willing to turn your desire, are you willing to turn your decisions all over to God. Are you willing? When when I look at the life of Joseph and, and I look at the different encounters that he had, we've got to say and, and again it's not it's not for for me or any other preacher or prophet to push our ideas or thoughts on anybody. Just like when I when more than likely when I get off the phone here, I'm gonna get on the phone again I'm going to have another conversation uh, because, again, this all opened up right before I went on the Bible study. So I've got to connect back with my brother and say, you know what? Hey, man, we got to sit down and we got to study this thing. Now, watch this. I'm going to I'm going to move now. Don't forget Job chapter 38. Anytime you want to start uh, thinking that you know how to orchestrate something in life, thinking that you know how things work out and what's the best for you or for any other believer or for the nation of believers. And we're going to get a little bit into that. If the Lord says so, we'll get a little bit into that. What 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 your what your life impacts when you hear from God. And obedient to God, how you impact the nation. Sometimes, again, we get so caught up in these four and inside our life, you get so caught up with the folks on your job that you can't really see the big picture. That you can't understand that what God was doing in Joseph and how he prepared him. And the things that he allowed him to go through, thank God Joseph, um, and, and if you look at Joseph's life, if you look at Daniel's life, if you look at many of the patriarchs of the Bible, when you look at their life, thank God that they did not uh, reorchestrate things by, by again, choosing to, to say, in this situation, I want out. Choosing to say, I don't want to go into the fiery furnace. Choosing to say, I don't want to go into the lion's den. Choosing to say, no, 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 God, please get me out of prison. Get me out of prison. Get me out of prison. No, no, no. This cause was greater than Joseph. And even when he finally told the baker, no, uh, the butler, when he told the butler, hey, listen, when you get outside, remember me. The Bible clearly says that when he got out of jail, he did not remember Joseph. Read it for yourself. He did not remember him. But at the appointed time, when it was time, when the fullness of time came, guess what? He remembered him because why? It was time for him to come on the scene. So what we have to do as believers is position ourselves in a posture 
of good God Almighty, of yielding, there it goes, uh, um, uh, what, what, it, what is it called? Uh, help me, y'all. Y'all pray it. Pray it over to me. Right of way. Thank you. Y'all prayed it right to me. Right of way. When you yield the right of way to God, then everything, listen, everything you say, every place you go, everything you do, is God according to what you would have for me. I want to be used by you wherever, whenever. Watch this. Go, turn to your books. If you got your book with you, the Becoming a Prayer Warrior. Becoming a Prayer Warrior. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. And we've got, matter of fact, we've got our overseer on the call laying in a hospital bed. Thank you, Jesus, laying in a hospital bed, but picking up the phone and dialing in on the new number. Thank you, God. And 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 participating. I wish I, I wish I was smart enough with this thing where I could pick which one of these was was hers. But I I'm not too smart with this thing right now. And there's a lot of numbers on this paper. I mean, on this screen. So I'm not gonna mess around and and disconnect somebody or or mess something up. But but thank God for her testimony. Thank God for her prayers. And thank God for Him trusting her enough to be able to take her through the fiery trial and the joy that she has in the midst of it. The the Jesus that she brings to the hospitals. Listen to this. Hospitals. Car, listen, transporting her from this hospital to that hospital, from this doctor to that doctor, from this uh, procedure room to that procedure room. What happens? You have got to have a relationship with God. If not, you start pulling your hair out. If not, you've got to be your result to hear her on the line and just to hear her laugh. Why? Because that's in this day and age, somebody being able to say, you know what, Lord, this, my life is in your hands. I can't orchestrate it. You've got to orchestrate it. Let's, look, look, thank you, Holy Ghost. Move on. Let's jump over to page number 36. In, is it page? No, it's not. The Holy Ghost said it. Nope, it's not. It's page number 34. Page number 34 in the book, uh, Becoming a Prayer Warrior, a guide to effective and powerful prayer. And again, I, I want you to open up your spirit to hear the spirit of God and to find out if there's any truth into what I'm saying and then to see how writers who I don't know, matter of fact, let me glance and see if I can tell you uh, by looking in the front of this book, uh, looks like it was published edited and published in 2016, this edition published in 2016. So this edition was in 2016, uh, looks like in 1998, copyright by Elizabeth Owls, uh, that was in 1998. And can I see anything before then? Okay, so I had nothing to do to do with this. This book was written prior to me, but you'll start to hear the same central theme, how we've got to tap in and listen to what God says, even when it comes to our prayer, when it comes to, watch this, on page 34, prayer versus intercession. 
prayers versus intercession. Start right there under that uh, caption. It says, at this point, you may be asking, what is the difference between prayer and intercession? Prayer starts with you and what you know to be the obvious facts as you bring them before God. God will then take over, thank you, God, and you will pray what is on your heart and mind until you have prayed it through. Many times, prayer will lead the intercessor where God takes over and you are praying in ways you do not understand for that person. Good God Almighty. See, that's when it really, really starts. When you start, when you get to the point and you get close enough to God, where God again starts to intervene because, listen, this is just, listen, this is pastor right here. Because of your, the intent of your heart to please God, you get to the point where, again, I believe that God allowed me to achieve and that is my prayer for many other believers, that again, the body of Christ might be strong in God and that we might just love on him and appreciate him and to trust him where God says, now, I better, I listen, you're getting to this place now where you could, you could do either good or harm to the body of Christ. I've got to reveal some things to you. And we're going to show that in, in the scripture where, again, people get close to God and God says, I got to start talking to you differently now. Intercessor, I'm looking at the second paragraph right there on 34 down at the bottom, not at the top, but under the caption that we're looking at, prayer versus intercession. Intercession differs from prayer in that it starts and ends with God. Good God Almighty. Mm, 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 mm. Intercession, listen to this, intercession differs from prayer in that it starts and ends with God. You might be driving along and someone will come to mind and maybe a sense of urgency about a friend or a relative or even a person you have not thought about in years. This is God speaking to you. And, and again, when it comes to our prayer, hold on two seconds. When it comes to our prayer, when it comes to our prayer, you again want to tap into the awesome will, the awesome knowledge, the awesome, watch this, infinite, divine, powerful spirit of God. And let God orchestrate your prayer towards what his desire is for you. Where you trust him enough. Watch this. It says, this is God speaking to you. Sometimes you will not understand why you are praying what you are praying. But as you are obedient to, the, to, pray, to pray what you are sen sensing, God will, God's will is done on earth. Now, now again, I try to share. And, and again, this is my earthly attempt to, to again, justify this uh, will of God prayer is not from me. But when you start to read the scripture and you ask God to help you to understand what, listen to this, 
when when you trust pastor enough, you say, Lord, help me to understand what pastor is teaching from you. This not my will. It's not me to try to come up with a new concept. This is something that has been, again, writers have been writing about it. It's throughout the Bible. Jesus said it himself very pointed and clear. Uh, he said it once uh, in the prayer. He said, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He said it again in the Garden of Gethsemane. At one of the, He says, listen to this, your daily prayer should be this. And then when it comes to you being in the crucible of affliction, when you are in a tight squeeze, when you're in between a rock and a hard place, when you find yourself and, you, and you, 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 you're in a situation where you really want to be out of it, Jesus said, if there's any way that I could get out of this, uh, you, let me know. But not my will, thy will be done. So he said, in, good God Almighty, even in your daily prayer, you say that will be done. And when you get in a tight squeeze, you say that will be done. Here it is, Elizabeth Al says, here is God's will being done on earth. Sometimes God will allow you to know the outcome. I'm at the top of page 35 the bottom of that first paragraph. Sometimes he'll let you know the outcome. Other times he won't. Your responsibility is to be obedient. Whatever you want me to pray, Father, what is that? That is whatever God, my spirit, is connected to your spirit. And if you need an audible voice here on earth, whatever you want to do with the audible voice, knowing, watch this, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. If you've tried it your way and you were, you were unable to pull down a stronghold, you were unable to break a chain, you were unable to turn a situation, maybe it's because you were praying prayers out of your own will. But now, as you saw, it's bore out by another writer, another believer, who says many times what will happen, God will give you things to pray for, and you don't know what it's be, what's being accomplished. Keep it moving. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The example that he gives, I'm not going to uh, read over it. You can read over it. It's an example of how God uh, provoked him to pray for a person and did not... Uh, tell him what the person's situation was, just to pray, 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 pray some specific things, and then it was bore out that a person was in a very tight situation in Vietnam, and and uh, go to find out that this person um, was helped by the Spirit of God to get out of a situation because they felt thrust by the Spirit of God. They felt an inner power to tell them to move. So that's what it was, uh, the example that they gave on page number 36. There's many examples in our lives where God pricks us about family members. When he pricks you about that family members, it's not for you to know or try to interpret. And many people try to get into that. Uh, what They really want to know. They get more concerned about what that person is going through. Listen, your job as an intercessor is to pray. Your job is not, listen, you, you can't handle all the details. If you knew that your grandbaby was dealing with some, some suicidal thoughts, 
Here it is. You start filtering out of the spirit into the natural, and you start worrying. Watch this. You start worrying. Help me, Holy Ghost. You start warring against the spirit of worry. Listen, now you're coming out of the spirit, and instead of you being obedient, Father, in the name of Jesus, do it, God. Let your will be done in the name of Jesus. He's pricking you again because the word has got to be, he says, speak. You've got to pray. It's got to come out of your mouth. There is power in your mouth. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. However, you believe, and, and again, I say, try the Spirit, by the Spirit, see if what I'm saying is true. If God wanted to give this kind of power to every believer, imagine how our world, we wouldn't have made it this long. Somebody would have took the power of God and destroyed the whole earth. Somebody would have took the power of God and they would have manipulated circumstances over and over again outside of the will of God, not knowing what they were going to introduce themselves to. Someone would have tried to use the power of God to manipulate people to do their will so they could become king, so they could become queen. God is not giving his awesome power to people who don't, good God Almighty, who do not trust him. So you've got to sit down and you've got to reckon with yourself where to say, how much do I believe what God has told me he will do for me? When you trust God, listen, you take your hands off the steering wheel, you close your eyes, watch this, and you push your foot on the gas and you don't worry. When it's time to steer, God will tell you to touch the steering wheel. When it's time to brake, God will tell you when to brake. Now, I'm not telling anybody to do this on the road. I'm saying when it comes to life, you start trusting God to be able to move into the areas that God tells you to move and just trust God that he's going to do exactly what even if you you know within your spirit God told me to apply for this job God told me I was going to get it and as soon as you get it you get fired where you trust God enough I don't care if I got fired guess what I know God told me to get on that job now watch this three years later Another position opens in another company, and guess what? The same person that hired you and you connected with, somebody else fired you, but this person who hired you for that job three years ago is now in another position to hire you again, higher pay, more responsibility, and guess what? More freedom. But it's three years later. You got to know that guess what? Whatever God does, he, listen, you don't doubt it. Come on, let's get into a few of these scriptures. I, I, I knew it when I was studying that I didn't think we were going to get too far. far. But, 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 but it's a difference between prayer and intercession. And many folks want to get into prayer, and they want to pray the different things. Why? To, oh, my goodness. All right, folks. It, I, don't, I know I'm not going to be able to do both. But my visitor is back. So I'm going to have to turn this shop back on and begin to suck this water up in this study that's moving now towards my feet, and it's in the hallway. God bless you. I'm getting ready to go into praying and praising God as I shop back this water. And, and you go into doing the same thing. Trust God that he knows what he's doing. Amen?
Amen. God bless you, and, and if God willing, oh, and I just closed it. Oh, I hope that didn't shut down everybody. But God willing, I'll talk to you on next week. Amen.